right. Hey, President's Day 2024, Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com. I wanted to mention a couple of things about artificial intelligence, AI. I, uh, as you know, I have a, I post on Gab quite a bit. That's my favorite social media platform. I support Andrew Torba 100%. I encourage anybody that's got an extra 100 bucks to go out there and buy a pro account and uh, post and repost on Gab. If anybody has any social media accounts and you don't know what to say, repost other people's content. We are in a war. This is a war that we are in. And um, there's, there's an old saying that uh, quantity has a quality of its own. And we may not own the most sophisticated platforms. We may not uh, own ourselves any platforms whatsoever. But quantity has a quality all of, all of its own. And, it, and the more we can get the word out, the more we can turn the tide in the favor of righteousness. And as you know, this is one of my great criticisms of the church, the evangelical church. And, you know, you can throw in the Episcopal Church and the Catholic Church and every other church out there because, uh, you know, I'm just trying to criticize closest to home. And there's a fear and a terror of taking a stand. And I get it. <laughs> Believe me, I get it. I mentioned the other day, I, I, I did a podcast, and I said, look, I'm not a brave man. I've never been a brave man. I've always been a man that's tried to find a way to get out of conflict, a way to stay out of trouble. And if that means shutting my mouth and, and nodding in assent and agreeing, I've, I've done that. I've never been a brave man, but it, it, at a certain point you got to stop and say, you know what, you know, who are you and, and what are you all about? And You only live a life a short time, and, and uh, um, you know, what kind of example do you set for your children and your grandchildren? So then things change, and then things change for me when I get radicalized by the Holy Scriptures, radicalized by what Jesus Christ said radicalized by what Jesus Christ said. People ask, you know, what radicalized you? Jesus Christ radicalized me. And I don't mean that in some spiritual church-going, uh, uh, you know, Holy Ghost way. Uh, you know, you read what Jesus Christ said, and you go, oh, my gosh, oh, my goodness. People don't like it when I say, oh, my G-O-D, so I'm trying to change that. My, my goodness, um, wow, uh, how come I never heard that before? Well, it's because it's anti-Semitic. That's why you've never heard it before. So without the use of artificial intelligence, the church has already censored itself. Without the use of computers, the church has already censored Jesus Christ. Without the use of, of government uh, oversight and threats, although there's many implied threat, threats and sometimes it does take action, the church has censored Jesus Christ and the Holy Scripture. So we, we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about that. And there's many things. It's not just the question on the synagogue of satan it's not just that it's on it's on what is a nation what is a nation and and we're in europe in, in the united states and the, the countries the, the sons and daughters of christian re, we're reaching the limits of what a nation is and there's this thought that, that we're all one we're all one we're all the children of god and of course that's contrary to the holy scripture it's contrary to the holy scripture there's the christians and there's the Antichrist. There's the seed of the woman. There's the seed of the serpent. There's the sons of God. There's the children of the devil. The idea that we're all one in one great human empire is something that Jesus Christ does not like. That's why he destroyed the old Babel. That's why he'll destroy Babylon the Great. I mean, these are, these are themes in the Bible that are dominant themes that the church won't talk about. And, you know, you hear people talk about America. America is the only country founded on ideas. 
Well, you know, that's okay. All right. Okay, maybe. We can argue that. But let's just assume you're right there. It will fail. Because not everybody has the same ideas. I don't. And so what the people in power said, well, we're all founded on ideas, but you have the wrong idea, so we're going <laughs> to eliminate you. We're going to genocide you. We're going to censor you. We're going to silence you. We will jail you. We'll throw you in jail, J6ers. We'll take away your business, Donald Trump. We'll, we'll uh, take away your Facebook account and your Twitter account and this account and that account, and we will keep you from having a voice in society, even though you're an American citizen, even though your ancestors have been in this country for generations, even though your ancestors helped explore and settle this country. Enter AI. Enter artificial intelligence. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not an early adopter of anything. So when I started hearing about this AI stuff, I'm like, yeah, AI, AI, whatever, E-I-E-I-O. Um, but one of my favorite platforms, one of my favorite guys, never met him, Andrew Torba, he uh, created a, what he called a woke AI, a woke AI. I'm a little too old to talk about what woke means, but I understand it, it's not uh, with the uh, sort of left-wing progressive crowd that I generally run in professionally. And he's going to have a woke AI. I said, all right, well, let me check it out. Let me test it. And I'll probably throw a screenshot up here when I can, when I post this video. But I asked, I asked the, the woke AI, I said, what does Revelation 3, 9 say? So the woke AI come back, came back and said, I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars, I will make them come and bow down at your feet, and they will know that he, I have loved you. Which is... All good and right. Up to that point, they're doing great. In fact, if they stop right there, I say, hey, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Because I just asked, I said, what does Revelation 3.9 say? That's all I asked. This is from a supposedly woke AI. Uh, but the woke AI goes on. Quote, this verse is often interpreted as a condemnation of those who falsely claim to be Jews or followers of God, and it is used by some to justify anti-Semitic beliefs and conspiracy theories. However, it is essential to approach religious texts with a critical and informed perspective, recognizing the historical context and avoiding misinterpretations that can lead to prejudice and hate. Wow, that's woke AI. That's, a woke AI. that's what the woke AI has to say. I'm like, if that's a woke AI, what's a, what's a non-woke AI? And, and the... the, the the threat isn't even that they come back and they give you this answer. What what are people going to say? What are we going to do when all of a sudden uh, AIs, woke or not, are tasked with um, curing, as Obama said 20 years ago? I'm telling you guys, this isn't new. Okay, 20, I forget when he got elected. 10, 15 years ago. He literally said, I, I wish there was a way to curate the news. We need a way to curate the news. You know what that means? It means censorship. It means uh, shutting down views that, that Obama doesn't like or those of his ilk. That's what it means. What are we going to do when AI is tasked with curating the news, with preventing disinformation, with crushing hate speech? I mean, you just read it right here. This is hate. Uh, Revelation 3.9, according to this AI... Let's see if I can't read that again. Here's another one. 
What does John 8.44 say? John, this is from the AI. This is from the woke AI. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. Of course, who's he talking to? Jesus is talking to the Jews. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding the truth, for there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he's a liar and the father of lies. Okay, up to there, fine. You accurately quoted John 8, 44. Now, the AI goes on to opine, the woke AI goes on to opine, this verse is often interpreted as a condemnation of those who follow the devil and engage in deceitful behavior. However, it is essential. It is essential to approach religious texts with a critical and informed perspective, recognizing the historical context and avoiding misinterpretations that lead, can lead to prejudice and hate. In other words, this is hate speech. And, and at the very least, what they have to do is, is say, hey, okay, we're going to give you a, a context to this verse. And we're going to tell you this verse uh, should not be used to uh, say... <laughs> Say something that we disapprove of. Oh, boy. Here's another question that I asked to the woke AI. Who are the synagogue of Satan? The term synagogue of Satan is not a widely recognized or accepted term in mainstream religious or historical discourse. It's primarily found in certain religious and spiritual interpretations and conspiracy theories, often associated with anti-Semitic rhetoric. The idea of a synagogue of Satan is not supported by the teachings of major religions and is considered by many to be a form of hateful and discriminatory belief. It is essential to reject such prejudiced views and engage with religious and historical context in a respectful and informed manner. This is your woke AI. Okay, the synagogue of Satan, Jesus Christ talks about the synagogue of Satan, Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9. All right, he says, these people that call themselves Jews, but they're not, but they're liars. They are of the synagogue of Satan. Said Jesus Christ. The woke AI contradicts Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not, you know, coming down on, on people trying to make a woke AI. Not at all. I, what I'm saying is this technology out there, it will be used. Not just to do little cute little things like I just did. But, but how about they're now in charge of the routers that, that go through Seattle, the routers that go through San Francisco, the routers that go through Miami, the routers that go through uh, uh, Northern Virginia. Oh, I forget what they call them, but they're, they're the tier one hubs. These, these are the big pipes, the big pipes that, that go all over the world. There's probably less than a dozen in the United States. And say, so, you know what, you're going to filter through this in real time, and you're going to, you're going to, Search out, and you're going to destroy hate speech and misinformation. By the way, there's a great interview by, with Tucker Carlson. He's interviewing a guy named Mike Benz. And he, you know, and he, he talks about how this is being done in, 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 right now in nations around the world against our own peoples because uh, they're losing control. Imagine if, if in, oh, I don't know, let's say Denver. There's big hubs in Denver. You get a massive AI system set up, and you say, you know what, we need to uh, curate the news, and we need to filter out and, and, and deplatform hate speech all in real time. Well, there goes bloodandfaith.com right now. I've had other people say, listen, Fritz, you know, your content's great, but you're getting shadow banned on Twitter, and you're getting shadow banned here, and you're getting shadow banned there. It's like I'm some I'm some grandpa literally sitting in my bedroom making a making a video. What am I going to do about this? 
I'm, I'm, and I guess my answer is, my answer to that question, it's not even money. It's not money. It's recruitment. My answer to that question is recruitment. And, and the recruitment is live human beings, live human beings. Many of them are called pastors, preachers, men who stand up physically, analog, in the meat, on a Sunday morning, and they talk to their church attendees. Analog, analog, in the meat, in the flesh, incarnation. Holy Spirit resides incarnation inside the body. And we have the Holy Scriptures, we have the Word of God, and we can open up our mouth and literally speak the Word of God to other human beings that can hear it in analog. Doesn't get filtered by digital. Doesn't get filtered by an AI running through the routers. Doesn't get filtered by a, a Twitter or a Facebook or a Google or a YouTube. You realize on YouTube, I can't even subscribe to other people's channels. <laughs> on YouTube, I, I am prevented from subscribing to a ham radio channel or a carpentry channel or any, any channel of anything whatsoever. I can't do it because somewhere in the past I've violated the terms of service for Google and YouTube. So it doesn't just affect me. It affects everybody out there that's trying to get at their vanilla content. This is a ham radio. This is how it works. This is how you turn it on. Oh, Fritz can't subscribe to that because... He's racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, divisive, and anti-Semitic. And I'm on a list. I'm on a blacklist. I, I don't mind being on a blacklist, but I'm, 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 I'm trying to wake up, especially my brethren that are called to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, and say, so get your hand out of the sand, get your head out of the sand, and if you're not on a blacklist, my question is why? Why aren't you on a blacklist? Either you're not on the internet, or you're only saying you, you, or you've self-censored, or you've self-censored. And that's a big condemnation. That's a bad condemnation. You don't want you don't want that. You don't want to show up on the judgment day, and you're looking at the man, and, and the man's looking at you, and the man says, uh, "Yeah, so looks like you're kind of embarrassed about some of the things I said." And you're looking at your toes. And are you really going to look at him back and you say, you know what, you, you know, that was anti-Semitic. Jesus, he shouldn't have said that. Oh, awkward, awkward, awkward. Well, Jesus, you know, I know you said that, and but, you know, it wasn't right to just take you at face value because, well, that was historically, uh, you know, contextualized. And, you know, we reject hate in all its forms. Very awkward conversation on the Judgment Day for the preacher. Very awkward judge looks back not that he's going to have a long conversation with you because you and you and me are not equals with him we're not equals this is not a peer system we're not equals we're not uh, standing face to face as equals we're not he's not our peer and he says okay look i said a lot of things that you wouldn't say because you ran them through this filter that you had that was imposed upon you that was imposed upon you you didn't recognize it, even though you could, because you have my word. You literally have the word of God. You have the Holy Scriptures from Genesis through the Revelation. 
your whole purpose in life is to know that word and to preach the word. And you still ran it through the filter of the people that hate me. Why did you do that? Why did you run my word that I literally gave my life for so that you could run it through an antichrist filter? Why? Why did you do that? Thus depriving, not yourself, forget you. It's not about you. You're the people that you influence from knowing the truth. Because it was too hard for you, and you didn't want to be called racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, device for an anti-Semitic. Ooh, awkward, awkward, awkward. Not a conversation I want to have. Not a conversation I want to have with the judge, with the man. Awkward. I could go into the scriptures on what Jesus Christ says about that. I guess I will. He says, someday I'm going to show it with my Father's holy angels. And for those of you that are ashamed of not only me, but all the words that I spoke, he said, I'll be ashamed of you when I show up with my Father's holy angels. Now that's a, that's, I mean, I'm terrified about that. That's a very difficult thing. Who is he talking to? Is he talking to uh, the Antichrist? Is he talking to the synagogue of Satan? Is he talking to the Sanhedrin? Uh-uh, he's not. He's not. Many will come to me on that day and say, Lord, Lord, didn't we preach in the cities? Didn't we cast out devils in there? Didn't we heal the sick? He said, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to look at y'all. I'm going to look at y'all and say, I never, I never even knew who you were. I never knew you. I remind people that Judas Iscariot was called and chosen personally by Jesus Christ. He knew him. Isaiah says it, they walked, they had intimate fellowship as they walked in the, in the, in the temple together. They were well acquainted. Not acquainted. They were, there was a deep fellowship there. And at the end of the day, Judas Iscariot, a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ, said, I can't do this anymore. Jesus is just, you know, he's racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, divisive, and most of all, he's anti-Semitic. And I'm a Jew, and, and the Jews hate him, and he hates the Jews, and I'm siding with the Jews. The fraternity of Judas Iscariot is very, very large. It's very large. The biblical definition of treason against Jesus Christ is Judas Iscariot and what he did and what he said and who he sided with. That's what it is. It ain't because you, you couldn't quit the cigarettes, honey. It ain't because you can't quit your cigarettes. That ain't it. What's the one thing we're required to do as, as Christians? Open up our mouth and testify. Open up our mouth and speak and say the forbidden. Open up our mouth and confess Jesus Christ. Oh, I confess Jesus all the, cry, all the time. People know I'm a Christian. They, I have a cross, and I'm a Christian, and I go to church, and everybody knows I go to church. Yeah, Jesus had some choice words for those of us, and I'm, not, I'm not, no better than the next guy. I'm no better than the next guy. This is, I'm, this is a journey that I've been on. He said, yeah, I show up. He said, all you, all you folks, you're ashamed of me and my words. I, I will be ashamed of you. I, I won't even acknowledge who you are when I show up with my father's holy angels. I mean, it's not the, 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 the words that the Antichrist accepts are not, what the word, are not the words that the world needs to hear. Oh, 
oh, but we, we feed the hungry, we feed the poor. We cast out five devils from Nancy the, the, the crack whore down on the street the other day. And, and the, the devil's clapping. He's like, right on, man, go for it. That None of that threatens his power. None of that threatens his children. None of that threatens his babies. None of that threatens his control over the world. So you church, you stay in your little ghetto. You stay in your little ghetto. You feed the poor. You feed the hungry. You heal the sick. Talk to them about you know, what's going to happen some vague time in the future. Give them some hope for forgiveness of sins. Oh, and, and you know, I don't. I'm not saying stop that. Keep preaching that. But that's not the sword that goes into the heart. That's not the sword that goes into the heart of Satan and his church, and skewers them and, and drives them wild. If the church is doing its job, there's a certain group of people that ought to be losing their minds. And it's right in the Bible. It's right in the Gospels. It's right in the Book of Acts. It's written in the epistles. It's summed up in the book of Revelation. You've seen it in the prophets. If the church and the Christians are doing their jobs, a certain group of people ought to be losing their minds. Losing their minds. Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7. Stephen, little Stephen. Who was Stephen? I don't know. He was a little deacon at some little church. Nobody even knows where he came from or where he went. Nobody knows anything about him. Had no power. Just some dude. Stephen, he gets up there. He Literally, he gives a history of the Jews. And he looks at him. He looks at him. He says to them, It's your fathers that murdered the prophets. And now you've murdered the righteous one. And they lost their minds. They lost their minds. They went out of their minds. They, went, they, they lost it. Go read it. They closed their ears. They gnashed their teeth. They picked up stones and they murdered Stephen. If the church is doing its job, they're going to be driven crazy. church doesn't want to do that. They like peace with the synagogue of Satan. Well, you can't say that. That's anti-Semitic. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You tell me I can't quote Jesus Christ? In all the articles that have been written about me, and all the a little whatever, these little supposed hit jobs, all it does is give me publicity. So bring it, baby, bring it, bring it. I welcome more publicity from anybody. But they'll never talk about where I get my ideas. They won't. You know, they'll throw in uh, uh, guilt by association. Uh, there was one article out there that says, well, Fritz Berger's an anti-Semite. And by the way, there was a swastika carved in, you know, in the elevator in, in, in such and such a place. <laughs> and it's like, really, people? Really? That, that's where you're going to go? Nobody, by the way, was ever arrested or convicted or arrested. I asked. I said, who did this? Where is he? This is, this is not good. This is, uh, besides the swastika, you're, you're damaging government property. Presumably this is an insider. Otherwise, why would you say that? And by the way, why would you say that in, con in the context with me? I was literally several states away when this allegedly happened, which I doubt it ever happened. I doubt it happened. Completely made up. But that's fine. Bring it. Bring it. Oh, people, come on. Read the Gospels. Don't you know what Jesus Christ was accused of? Don't you know what he was accused of? 
Well, he's a child of fornication. His mama was a slut. Uh, probably a Roman soldier or maybe a Samaritan. A dirty Samaritan was his daddy. Oh, yeah, by the way, they just blasphemed the Holy Spirit in those comments. By the way, the unforgivable sin, blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he cast out some devils over there, but he did them by Satan. He's got the power of Satan in him. That's why he did this. Trust me, I'm a Pharisee. I'm a leader in the religious community. That's satanic, what Jesus Christ did. Oh, oh, okay. So you blaspheme the Holy Spirit yet on a second count, Mr. Pharisees. Blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ, that right after that, Jesus Christ said, hey, you know what? You can say whatever you want about me, but you blaspheme the Holy Spirit. You will never be forgiven in this age or the age to come. On that count, the Jews blasphemed the Holy Spirit not once, but twice on those two counts. Jesus Christ comes along. He looks at his disciples and says, hey, man, hey, hey, dudes, knock, knock. Listen to me. Listen to me very closely, very, very closely. If they call me Beelzebub, what do you think they're going to call you? What do you think they're going to call you if they're calling me Beelzebub? Oh, I've never heard that from the pulpit. Yeah, why? Maybe because your pastor's never been called Beelzebub. Why hasn't he been called Beelzebub? Why? Why hasn't he become called? Oh, he's a nice Christian. He's righteous amongst the gentiles. Who, 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 why would you listen to the synagogue of Satan? Why would they set the moral agenda for you? You have the Holy Scriptures. This is, our, this is our unforgivable sin. We have the Holy Scriptures, and we don't like it because it doesn't meet the approval of the synagogue of Satan. Well, I just, I just, you know, I never heard that before. <laughs> I, hey, listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. It, it took something to get me to the place where I'm real, real, willing to take what Jesus Christ said at face value. It took me a while to get there. It did. I went kicking and screaming. I'm not a brave man. I've told you that. I'm not a brave man. I'll do everything I can to find a way to get along and go along. Ask anybody that knows me. I... Then at a certain point, you just, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't be a coward anymore. I can't. I can't be a coward anymore. And I'm going to sit behind my little microphone <laughs> in my bedroom, and I'm going to say things. I'm going to talk. I'm going to say what Jesus said. <laughs> Oh, I'm so brave. I'm so brave. And none of us really are. Least of all myself. My ideas come from Jesus Christ. By the way, that word alone scares the living, scares the devil out of people. Jesus Christ. Get in a conversation with friends of yours. I did this one with some, a group of important people that had badges and guns. And I kept saying, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it does have an effect. It does have an effect. It's the name above all names. And so of all the articles written about me, none of them will say where, where I get my ideas. They come out of the Holy Scriptures. Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9, John 8.44, the unforgivable sin. What, Jesus, what John the Baptist, Matthew 12, 34, Matthew 23, 15, Matthew 23, 33, and on and on at Genesis 3, 15. It's like, wow, it's pretty clear who the enemy is. Pretty clear. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. So we're going to show up at the Judgment Day and say, oh, but God, you didn't understand. You didn't understand that um, 
And that's about all you're going to be able to say because it's right there in the Word. Back to AI. If this is what woke AI does, and God bless Andrew Torba and his work at Gab, I encourage everybody to get a pro account and support Gab. What do you think the other AIs, and this stuff is just be, just beginning to be rolled out, just beginning to be rolled out. What are you going to do when you put an AI in charge of your tier one ISPs and in, in the, in the, in the global hubs? Filter out hate speech. Oh, by the way, filter out uh, anything from, you know, here's a blacklist of haters and hate speakers, hate, hate speakers and, and known uh, uh, malicious actors that simply have aberrant ideas. And what's the counter to that? My counter to this is open up your mouth, whether it's analog or digital. Right now, we still have a window. Open up your mouth. Hit those keyboards. Pass on memes. Anything. Anything. Everything. Well, I don't know if I... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's scary. That's fine. You'll be hated. But at least you can look yourself in the mirror in the morning. At least you can look your kids in the mirror. At least you can look your grandkids in the mirror in, in, in the eyes and say, you know what? I ain't much, not very strong, not very powerful, but I fought with what I had, what I could do. And that's that's what that's that's it. That's that's all we're asking. That's all we're demanding. Not everybody can be a Paul, not everybody can be even a Stephen. I Mentioned the other day Hebrews chapter eleven, and I mentioned Hebrews eleven thirty-eight. And, and all the blood of all those martyrs matters. The blood of all the martyrs matters. It matters. And I get as depressed as the next guy, and I am getting long. I'll shut up in a minute. Doesn't matter what you say. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Nobody listens. Nobody hears. One man. One man. One person. One person. Just go for one person. Just change the thought of one person, one degree, and you change the world. Multiply us by millions of Christians, millions of pastors. I don't know if it'll come to it again, but there was a day 40-some years ago, we used to go out on, it's called Red Square, University of Washington, Red Square, and we'd preach the gospel in Red Square. Right out in front of God and everybody. Is that intimidating? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, it's intimidating. Analog, baby. Might come back to that. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.